discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified. It's a blessing when the fathers yield to the pulpit <laughs> to ask the mothers. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bishop and Mama, for having us here. Thank you for visiting my house in Worcester. I didn't know in Massachusetts, in the U.S., that it will lead to this. And I say, this is the doing of the Lord, and it's marvelous in our eyes. To see this work that you are doing here, we give glory to God. I love coming to Ghana. <laughs> and uh, I tell people Ghana is my happy place. So when I'm here, I'm very happy. And I think I've traveled around the world, and this is the truth. The Ghanaians are the most hospitable. Uh, I've been to Australia, South Korea, Kenya, Zambia, Zimbabwe, name it, Singapore, but Ghanaians are number one. Thank you. I was asked and given 30 minutes, so I see I have my timer there. So please let me just pour a little bit into your spirit. So let's uh, pray. Father, we want to thank you for this time. I pray that you may anoint these lips of clay to say a word that will encourage, exalt uh, somebody. Thank you for your presence that is in this place. I yield to you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the one name of God. We know God is Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace, right? We know God is Jehovah Shammah, God who is there. We know God is Jehovah Tzidikan, the God who is my righteousness. But today, I'm going to tell you another name of God. And it's taken from Genesis chapter 16, verse 4 to 15. Please read that. I will summarize uh, a, a little bit. I will summarize that scripture because of my time. And then I just want to highlight Genesis 16, verse 6. It says, Sarah dealt harshly with Hagar, and she ran away from her presence. So we see in that chapter, Genesis, we see Hagar, 
whose Sarah's maid, an Egyptian, running away from Sarah to the wilderness by the springs of water, had Hagar had become a runaway slave. I'm just summarizing. She ran away because her boss, who was Sarah, dealt harshly with her. Uh, she was ran, running away because she despised her mistress. Uh, she ran away because of that situation that was at home, and she was heading to the wilderness. Um, so when Hagar was ra- running away, the angel came to minister to her. Why? It is because God had sent an angel. I want you to know that God sends angels to people. And you are one of them. Hagar was running away from the situation. And it shows that even though she had despised her mistress, even though she had done that was not what was not pleasing, God saw Hagar as someone who was important. Therefore, God sent an angel to her. This is the first time, by the way, in the Bible that an angel appears an angel appears to a human being. We see that same angel again in the next two chapters when Jacob uh, was changed his name, right? May God change your name just like he changed Jacob's name. The angel found Hagar and asked Hagar, what are you doing here? I want to ask the same question to you today. What are you doing here. You know where you are spiritually. You know where you are in the things of God. What are you doing in the desert? How did you get here? How did you go to that place which is a desert? It's a wrong place to run away from the place where Abraham, the father of nations, is to a place where is a desert. She was running away, as I said, from a, mistress, from a mistress. There are some of us here who are in the same place like Hagar. We are running away from our problems. We are running away from our issues. We are running away from the challenges of life. It might be a marriage issue. It might be your problem child. It might be some work issues that we are running away from. I want to ask the same question. How did you get there? The situation where you are. How did you get to that dry place? What are you doing that you reduced yourself to this kind of place? The angel of the Lord was sent to deliver a message to Hagar. I want to tell you that, you know, when we talk about angels, they have different departments. They are angels like uh, the angels that bring like Gabriel. They bring messages. They are angels like uh, Michael. They are warrior angels. They fight. They, they are angels that deal with music. They are angels that deal with prayer. I've come to post, from Boston to this place to deliver a message. I've come to deliver a message for somebody here. 
What kind of message did that angel bring? The angel brought a message that said to to, to Hagar that she was going to have a son and that son was going to be great and that he was going to be a, a mighty man. The angel then told uh, Hagar that she should go back to return to the mistress and submit. This is the message I'm, send, I'm bringing to you that it is time to go back to our foundations of our Christianity. This church is called the Love Economy Church. I love that name because Christianity is based on love. For God so loved the world that he gave. So it's time for us to go back to our first love for God. First love for his people. That's why Jesus said the two commandments. Love your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And love your brothers as you love yourself. So let's go back to those foundations to build the work of God. Go back to living a life of prayer. Go back to studying the Bible. In Luke 18 verse 1, it says, Men, women, we ought always to pray and not faint. These are the foundations of the faith that we need to go back. Go back to the house of God. Don't run away from the house of God. There is nothing out there. Young, especially the young people. It looks like the world has a lot to offer. There is nothing there. I can tell you my testimony. When I was in Zimbabwe, you know, I love the world, the, the Lord so much. They used to laugh at us. How come you're in college, you're in high school, you don't have a boyfriend, you don't go to all these things. But we did it the biblical way. We waited on God. We prayed, we were taught to pray about who's going to marry you. Look at what God has done. I feel like he gave. It's, it's good to wait young people on God. God will give you the best of his sons. You see, this son of God took me to America. Wait on the Lord. I only had one college degree. This man of God said, you can't watch me. You came from America all the way from Zimbabwe. And I will get a master's. And I will get a PhD. And you sit and you watch me. This is what happens when you do it God's way. When you wait on the Lord, you get a man that will make you better than where you are. You get a woman that will make you better than when you are. Go back to the biblical way. Don't feel like you are 30, you are 40, you are not married. Ah, we wait on the Lord and the Lord will give you the best. Let's go back to the foundations. Let's go back to the Bible and live the biblical way. Go back to serving in the church. You know, I was a young girl, just 
serving in the church. We used to go, you know, and witness. We preach, we get souls. This is where I met this man. Serving the Lord. Doing the work of God. Just being on the fire, on fire for the Lord. So, go back to serving God. Do not run away from the house of God. Your solution to your problem is in the house of God. That is why Sarah was told, go back to your mistress. Go back to tithing. Why? God will open the windows of heaven. Tithers never lack. These are the foundations. Stop running away from the house of God. Your blessing is in the house of God. Hallelujah. So Hagar received the ministry of an angel. Today I've come to tell you that you are that special person. God is sending ministering angels to come and minister to you too because you are that special. Hallelujah. May God cause his angels to minister to you. Why? This is a forgotten ministry in the church. Pray that... Uh, you know, sometimes I pray about weird things. I, I need a heavenly visitation. In my dreams, there are in- angels that visit your dreams and they will give you guidance. In Hebrews 1 verse 14, it says, Angels, are they not ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who will inherit salvation? We have been saved. So we receive the ministry of angels. May the angels minister to you today. If you are sick, may God send the healing angels to minister to you. If you are depressed and anxious, may God send angels that will bring peace to you. Shalom to you. If you are bound and tortured by evil spirits, may God send angels that bring deliverance. If you are confused, you don't know, hey, should I say yes to John? Should I say no to, to, to Peter? Should I say, may God bring his angels that will guide you, that will visit you and show you that right misses to be. He says that they will tell you, this is the way, this is the right one, walk ye in it. Let us receive the ministry of angels that we may stop running, that we may stop the confusion like Hagar. Let's face reality and receive guidance from God. You cannot cure what you cannot confront. Whatever your issue is, you are a child of God. Confront it. You might be saying, Pastor Letina, how do I do that? By prayer. All things by prayer. The Bible says, let your request be made known unto God through prayer. Stand up and face it like a grown person. There is help in Zion. Hallelujah. I think Hagar was scared enough to run away, but the angel was saying, go back. Amen. Amen.
So God is saying to someone here, stop running. Go back to the foundations. If you keep running, you will never become what God created you to be. This is the house of God. This is where you are planted. Don't run from church to church. Know who your father is. God is in God's plan and God's purpose that you should be here. This is where your blessing is going to be. Stop running. The Bible says in Ephesians 6 verse 13 to 16, and I'll read verse 16. Having done all, stand. Stand and receive instruction from an angel. Stand there for having guided your ways with the truth. Face the truth. What's happening in my life? Strengthen yourself and say it is what it is, but I will be found standing. Whatever storm, whatever issue the enemy might bring, stand. There is no respect in running away from the issues of life. Whatever happened with Sarah, it's in the past. Forget the past and pursue the plans and purposes of God for your life. It is not about your past. It is about how you feel about yourself. That's why you're running away. The low self-esteem. You are somebody. Through Christ, God has made you somebody. You will never respect yourself if you keep quitting. You know, my husband was telling you that I'm a professor. Actually, it's 20 years at one university. God bless me. I I got to go to school. It was not easy. Young people don't run away from academics because it's hard. Don't keep quitting. It was not easy. But you are a child of God. You have help. There's help in Zion to be what God created you to be. May God heal us from running away from difficult things, from difficult situations, from problems. May he heal us from the, I almost did it. I almost bought a house. I almost got married. I almost. May he heal us from backsliding. From running away from our purpose. Running away from your destiny. Heka, why are you running? Your destiny is in the house of Abraham. Your sitting down in a desert is killing you. Destroying you. Go back to the house of God. So when the Hagar heard what the angel said, she began to praise the Lord in the middle of the desert. She said to herself, I do not know what will happen, but I'm going back. I'm praising God. Some of the issues and the problems that you have is through praise. Your answer is through praise. She was alone in the desert. She started praising God. May God find worshipers in this house. The Bible says he's looking for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Don't just worship when you are in church. Alone in your problem there. You know, I have a big office at my work. When I was facing issues, you know where I work. 
when I started working there, I was the only one who looks like me. You know what I'm saying? So people will try. They think you are incompetent. But I stood there with confidence that it is my God that I serve. Nobody is going to, nobody is going to take me away from this position. I possess this land. And, you know, some people try to take me off. Don't play with the child of God. The God you have, what he has given you, nobody can take it away from you. I can give you my whole testimony, but it is those people that are not there. I've been there for 20 years. I know what I'm talking about. It is this God. Hallelujah. I've come to challenge you. Praise the Lord in the midst of your trouble. That's what has happened to me. I dare you to praise God in the midst of the storm. I dare you to praise the Lord while you are waiting for your answer. Stand there alone in the desert and praise like Hagar. And Hagar also said, while she was praising, she said, this is the title of the message. You know, I'm a professor, so I have to give you a title. I have to give you an opening. I have to give you a conclusion. There's a storyline to the preaching. Hallelujah. So, Hagar said, Jehovah El Roy. This is what I've come to introduce to you. Jehovah El Roy. Do you know what that means? It means Jehovah who sees me in my problem. That's what I have come to say. Jehovah El Roy, the God who sees you, your situation, your specific issue. Hagar, God is seeing you. That's why he sent his angel for somebody who was a maid who had not been seen as important. That meant a lot for Hagar. For somebody who was overlooked, it meant the world. There was joy in her. I'm here to tell you that God sees you. Receive that in your spirit. God sees you. In the same manner, he saw Hagar running away. He saw her, she was pregnant by the way. In the same way, he saw the children of Israel in Exodus chapter 3 verse 7. The Lord said to Moses, I've surely seen the oppression and the affliction of my people in Egypt and I've heard them crying because of their taskmasters. I want, it's okay to cry sometimes. Do you know that angels carry our tears to the throne of God? So God sees you. He sees you. He sees me. He sees your afflictions. He sees all the work that you are doing in the house of God. Your labor that you are doing, standing with the men and women of God in this house. God sees it. I've come to tell you. God knows you by name. He sees you. He says his eyes 
run to and fro, beholding. He's seeing you right now. He sees your pain. He sees your sickness. He sees your torture by the enemy. He says, you might be saying, I've gone through a lot. But Psalms 34, verse 19 says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them. Out of some? No. Out of them all, it doesn't know you, it doesn't matter your situation. God is seeing it. And God will deliver you in Jesus' name. Amen. I've come to tell you the Lord sees you. But he also wants to deliver you. He wants you to come out of that situation. He wants you to come out of Egypt. He wants to come out of your afflictions. You have God's attention in this season. It's your season. It's your time. Know that your God whom you serve, he's mindful of you. God wants you to know that he sees you. People might not see you. Sarah might not have seen what's going on, you know, when Hagar was in the wilderness. But the creator, the creator of the heavens and earth was seeing her. So never mind the people who try to pull you down. They will see you up there. Why? Because you serve a good God who sees you. Jehovah El Roy. You might be asking, how do you spell that? E-L-R-O-I. Jehovah El Roy. Let's all say that after I say it. Jehovah Jehovah El Roy. Again. You have learned something good. You see, I use my teaching skills also. Jehovah El Roy. The God who sees me. Say it. There's something that happens when you say it to yourself. Say, Jehovah El Roy. The God who sees me. He's the same God. Who sees your family? Who sees your situation? Amen. The enemy cannot have your body because of Jehovah Elroy. The enemy cannot attack you or kill you because you have Jehovah Elroy. You shall not die, but you shall live and declare the wonderful works of God. Why? Jehovah Elroy. Jehovah Elroy. I see somebody in the desert and the devil has been telling you that this is what you deserve. You don't deserve it. Jehovah Elroy will make a way where there is no name. The enemy might be telling you, you will never become anything. Let me tell you, you are going to be somebody. There is grace. There is grace. This same grace that I take from this man of God, 
ah, there is grace that we are releasing on this cha- in this church today so that all of you, you receive it in the name of Jesus and grab this grace. You are going to be somebody. You are going to fulfill destiny. You are going to do great exploits. God shall raise you up. You are going to be the head. And we are not going to become the tail because of Jehovah El Roy. I've come to release this anointing. You are going to move from glory to glory because of Jehovah El Roy. The devil might be saying nobody in your family has made it. But because of Jehovah El Roy, I break all generational cases. You are the first in your family who's going to be married, who's going to do well. I release this grace. I release this anointing. Grab it. Look at the devil and say, I serve Jehovah El Roy. God sees you. God sees this church. I release this grace. This church in the name of Jesus shall move into the purposes of God. Why? Jehovah El Roy. He has seen. He has heard all your cry. He will answer your, your, your prayers. You are moving into a new season because of Jehovah El Roy, the God who sees you, the God who sees your heart, your pure heart to do the work of God. You shall serve God and he shall bless you. You receive blessing upon blessing. God sees your children. God sees your family. God God will perfect all that concerns you. God will perfect all that concerns this church. Why? Jehovah Elroy. He perfects. He will not forsake you. God knows where you are. He knows where you are. He's sending in this church the ministry of angels. Some of you young people, you shall have visions and dream dreams. The angels shall guide you. They shall take you with your right hand and show you the way. Jehovah Elroy. God knows your destiny. He knows your life. I speak Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Ah, he has plans. He knows the plans he has for you as an individual. Declare the Lord. None of being confused anymore. You shall walk in the plans and the purposes of God. The enemy shall not steal whatever he stole. He returns it a sevenfold because of Jehovah and Roy. He has seen you. He has sent us to declare and to assure you that he sees you, all your work, all your standing with the man of God, he shall bless and multiply. Jehovah El Roy. Hallelujah. So you might be saying, what should I do? Can take your seats. Every one of us, we have a unique purpose. And a unique vision for your life. God has it. There's something in you. God saw, told the angel told that you have a son. You are going to bring forth the son Ishmael. 
There's something in you, Hagar. I've come to tell you, there's something inside of you. You might not know it. Stay up that gift that is inside of you. And the angel said, he shall be great. There's greatness inside of you, people of God. The angel began to prophesy and said, you bring forth a child. His name shall be called Ishmael. Ishmael. Out of him shall come a great nation. How can greatness come out of weakness? And can anything come out of Nazareth? Yes, greatness. You might be saying, ah, me, I'm from Sun City. I'm from, you know, that's the same thing. Me, I was from a village. You should be encouraged. If a God can take a village girl and make that village girl to be the only black professor, if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. He has plans. He has purposes. Walk in those purposes. There's greatness inside of you. Discover it. Pray about it. And say, Father, what is inside of me? If God sees you, they might, people might mean evil, but he's a God who can turn it around for your good. Remember Sister Esther. Remember Joseph. They put him in prison, but God turned it around. Why? God saw Joseph. God saw Esther. If God sees you, you might be in a weak place, but he will bring greatness out of your life. In Second Chronicles 16 verse 9, it says, For the eyes of the Lord roam to and from in the earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. Work on your heart, child of God. Why? God does not look on the outside and he's not a respecter of a person. How is your heart towards God? He looks at the heart. May God locate you this weekend. May God send forth his angel to minister to you. May he not pass you by. Let your heart be perfect towards him. And say, God, if there's anything in my heart, I ask by the blood of Jesus that it may be uprooted so that you may not hinder the working of God. He sent me to tell you that he sees you. Now, Hagar, I'm closing. Now, Hagar, she was in the desert, right? And the angel came to minister. She had to do a turnaround. A turnaround to go back to where Sarah was. I feel a turnaround. Coming into your life. Going back to the basic. Going back to the house of God. What you were running away from, get ready to run to it. If you are running away from church, get ready to run to the church. The angel said to Sarah, the angel said, Sarah might not see you, but Jehovah, God sees you. God sees what is happening in my life. He sees what's going on in your life. God will bring greatness. Why? God does not create 
weakness. That does not create rubbish. There's something in you. You came into this world for something bigger and greater. And you need him to be able to accomplish it. You will not accomplish it on your own. That's why you have to stay in the house of God and be, and be, and be taught how to walk in the ways of God. God has all the power. Hagar encountered God in that desert. It is your turn to encounter God. It is your turn to encounter the power of God. There is no provision for you to run away. The provision and the fight is right here in the things of God. God has put provision for Hagar in Sarah's home. That is why the enemy is trying to make you run away from what is going to help you. So, Jehovah El Roy, Jehovah El Roy, the God who sees you and me, he wants to do great things through you. I'll hand it over to Reverend Peter. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.